Welcome back to the True Blue Riftcast. I am Jeremy, and I'm joined, as always, by... Hi, I'm Dave, and I'm joined, as always, by... Me, Jeremy. Hey, Dave. Yes. Did you know that we now have a website? We do? Yeah. On the internet? On the or I internet. Could say, I could say interweb like a jerk, but I'll say internet because I, I dislike interweb now. Yes, all you have to do is head on over to truebluerifcast.com and it'll send you through the series of tubes that is the internet and you will end up on a website where you can check out our podcast. Uh, we've got links to all the different platforms that we are currently available on, which is 13 right now. So pretty much anything you use to listen to a podcast will be on it. What made you decide to go with .com? I mean, it seems like a pretty obvious obvious choice. You you could have gone very, um, if this were like 2005 or 2003, you could have been ironic and gone with .info. Or uh, .com was cheaper. Dot com is really cheaper than those really stupid old ones. What yep. about? Have you seen like there's like a billion of them now? Of, oh yeah, like, there's the, like dot coach and yeah, yeah, or like uh, whatever. Like but there wasn't peace dot space. Yeah, there was not a dot podcast, or I would have gone with that one. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised, honestly. Dot pod. Yep, that wasn't there. Dot riff. Nope. No dot riff. No dot riff do something about that anyway. it would be interesting riff riff tracks dot riff riff tracks dot riff tracks dot riff <laughs> yes anyway, anyway so how are you i am better than i was <laughs> i just uh recently passed the kidney stone hooray oh, that's not disgusting no no that was not a fun weekend we'll oh, put it that way imagine, i can imagine not not a, not a good day at work on Friday either, but Ooh, yeah, I can I can imagine. That's like uh, I mean, I passed a kidney stone when I was 19. Don't ask me how that happened, but I did, and it was quite painful. But oh, it was like once I was just like standing there in like the restroom, right? Then all of a sudden, like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Then, tink. <laughs> yeah, no, I started passing them when I was 16, oh. and I've been passing them ever since. I think I'm up to. I don't know. I got to be in the in the high 30s by now, at least. Oh, well, over, uh, over a lifetime. More than that, you think? More than that? My wife says more than that. Uh, your wife says lots of stuff to you that I can't hear. <laughs> well, she's just kind of nodding her head. She's not actually <laughs> saying it out loud. So. Oh, for once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, no, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah. So how about you? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I got pretend beat up by a couple of guys yesterday at the wrestling shows. It was a lot of fun. So you lost again? I have not lost one time. I am still technically undefeated. I just got <laughs> beat up. I just got beat up and uh, dragged out of a, and the arena by a shirtless fat man yesterday. That's ah. not. That's not losing. So you're not a jobber? No, I'm not a jobber. I'm being said, we're setting me up to be an underdog to come back and beat the odds and other bullcrap. Spoilers. Yeah. You can see it coming, okay? <laughs> Not exactly uh, what you'd call high art. It, it's very high art. It's just that, you know, 
it's kind of, you know, it's, it's like the movie, you kind of, you kind of do have a general idea of like, kind of like how the stories are going to end in general. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah. My brain stopped. So let's let's just move on to headlines. Headlines. Not really a whole lot the way of uh, headlines that uh, that I could find. Really, nothing that was interesting, except for the upcoming release of. And I can't believe these words are coming out of my mouth. The Velocipaster. For God's sake. Rift <laughs> tracks. Don't don't do this. Don't do this stuff, please. Here, here's the here's the little the little blurb about the movie. After losing his parents, a priest travels to China, where he inhabit, inherits the mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. Right. At first, horrified by this new power, uh-huh. a, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime. Okay. And ninjas. So you you we can safely say that he's against the ninja. Yes. Okay. Uh, looking at this weekend's box office take, uh, the new film Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Why? <laughs> uh, made a lot of money. It, it just opened on the second here stateside, and it is already at. Uh, 180 million dollars worldwide. 60 million of that was domestic, so pretty good weekend for that film. Paul uh, Walker is spitting in his grave. Followed closely by the uh, quote live action remake of The Lion King. Uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Spider Man Far From Home, and Toy Story 4. Let's rest your top five. So that's it. That's all we have for headlines. So now let's move on into shorts. For today's short reviews of Rift Track Shorts, we're going to be taking a look at Tommy's Day, released on March 27th, 2019. Wow, a recent one. Yes, a recent one. Oh, hi, Loose Tooth. This is a story about Tommy and his sister Peggy. Tommy wakes up after his sister holds his nose closed until he can't breathe. You know, the wonderful, loving way that sisters wake up their brothers. Uh, When he is startled awake, he notices that he has a loose tooth. He shows his sister, who is immediately jealous. What? Then we get to see Tommy going about his day and how excited every other person in this short is about his loose tooth. We get to learn about brushing our teeth, eating good breakfasts, and then the teacher at school has some visual aids prepared to teach the kids about their first teeth and their permanent teeth. Here's a little fun fact for you. When I first saw the illustration that they had, I thought it said peppermint teeth and not permanent teeth. We get some more pointers on taking care of your teeth and some other general health tips. Later that night, after three hours of hide-and-seek, Tommy's dad tells him to push his tooth out. And so he does. Uh, And then the short ends. What do, you, what do you who do you think we are millionaires that's what this sounds like yeah just push your tooth out kid come on waste it's only a part of your head overall tommy's day isn't really anything special it's not really wacky or goofy and it's not even particularly terrible but what's great about this one is the riffs oh there Lord. are some great riffs in this one uh we get a mumbledy peg joke 
an amazing line about Julius and Ethel Rosenberg that forced me to pause the short because I was laughing so hard. If you don't understand that one, folks, please look it up and you will understand why I, I laughed as hard as I did. For my initial viewing, because I only watched this twice so far, uh, Tommy's Day gets four Peggy's pretending to brush their teeth out of five. There's a reason she was jealous for this one, Dave. Uh, I heard your confusion. It's because she's the younger sister. And so, of course, older brother, he gets a loose tooth first. And she wants to have a loose tooth. And it's just a, you know, younger sibling thing. I'm sure you know all about that. Kids are stupid. Well, there's that, too. I mean. But, yeah, it's it's a good short. Um, You know, it's not anything really, like I said, it's not anything really crazy. But the the riffs are extremely funny. I, I so this honestly, was a um a Mike Kevin Bill joint. Yes, and the the Julius and Ethel Rosenberg thing. Oh my God! It took me by surprise so much because that's not what you expect in in a short about loose teeth. So we move on now from the shorts to the not so shorts, and we're going to be taking a look. First, at the newest Rift Tracks release, which is... Oh, The Millions Eyes of Samuru. Yeah. The movie that The Girl from Rio was a sequel to. Yeah, that's... See, this is is so weird, because this is the second time this has kind of happened. Yeah. It's the second time in a row for Mike, Kevin, Bill Riffs that they've gone back and they've riffed an original of a sequel that they have previously done. Now, yeah. the case of uh, Kill or Be Killed, they did Kill and Kill Again back in 2017, two years ago. And um, But Girl from Rio is a 2019 release, I believe it was in February. Yeah. Um, Here's the thing, and I know, like, the, the, the first thing a lot of people asked in True Blue uh, when I posted that, oh, hey, look, we, it's a new release day, and we have Millions Eyes of Sumuru, or Sumuru, Samuru, whatever. Subaru. Uh, su- yeah, Subaru. Oddly, there are no Subaru jokes in this riff. Really? Yeah, I was surprised. Hmm. Um, which actually is kind of a good thing. Um, but the, one of the first questions I was asked is, like, does this make the girl of Rio make any sense? And the answer is no. Of <laughs> course it doesn't. <laughs> Why would you expect that? Yes. In fact, it's just like, it's like a, it's almost completely removed. I would have to go back. I mean, I suppose I could watch a girl from Rio again, but why would I want to do that? <laughs> um, I mean, I own it, so I might as well. I'll put that on my watch list for tonight. Um, to see if it does make any sense. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's definitely a very weird thing, kind of like this reverse order that that they go in, uh, which is an interesting choice, especially when you consider that these are like less than six months apart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's at least the other one with Kill or Be Killed and Kill and Kill Again, they were a little bit farther removed from each other. Can you imagine doing Oblivion, uh, Oblivion Backlash, and Oblivion in, in 
but like that because <laughs> no. I can and I'm in and it just I'm already enraged. <laughs> uh, well, you didn't like those to begin with. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've well, got nothing to do with uh, the uh, with, with yours just now. Like, oh no, I'm thinking about Oblivion. Ah, those movies are terrible. You've got um, nobody to blame for that but yourself, Dave. I sure don't. No. Um, but anyway, uh, have you have you had have you had a chance to um, uh, uh, watch it, Jeremy? No, I have not. In between the uh, the blinding pain. And, uh, the the other activity for yesterday, which we'll talk about after this one, uh, I did not really get a lot of time for that. No. Okay. Well, um, uh, how do I put this? You know how um, uh, just so it's it's so hard to put into words. Okay, I suppose I could I suppose I could put it this way. Do you do you remember? from one of our favorite recent riffs, uh, Zombies, Zombie, a.k.a. I Eat Your Skin. We, we, we talk about that. We have talked about that riff frequently on this podcast, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Now, one of the uh, principal aspects or principal um, elements of Zombie, a.k.a. I Eat Your Skin, is that the uh, protagonist is a total unlikable horn dog. Correct? Yes. Okay. Now, the Millionaires of Subaru has two male protagonists, huh. one of them played by freaking Frankie Avalon, <laughs> and these two dudes make uh, our, our four dogs to the level that, you know, you might want to sympathize with the uh, horn dog D-bag from Zombie, a.k.a. AKA I Eat Your Skin. It pales in comparison the way what? that... Yeah, no, these two guys are trying to sleep and are frankly quite successful with, um, I mean, they have a good track record of sleeping with as many women as, as, as they can in this movie. Huh. Um, it's, um, oh, oh, also, if you ever wanted to hate Frankie Avalon, if, <laughs> if, like, if, if, you, if you had a burning desire, it's like, you know, Frankie Avalon, He's this, you know, great pop culture uh, icon. I really want to hate him a lot. Uh, <laughs> guess what? But this is the movie for you. <laughs> because, wow. Okay, so there's this, there's this woman named Sumuru who has an um, a army of highly trained, sexy uh, female assassins. And their goal is to go around and kill as many male um, world leaders as they can and then, like, take up all their power. Unfortunately for us, they limit their targets to um, the leaders of nations that don't exist, that they make up. So, um, yeah, it's... it's um, Oh, oh, and um, one of these leaders that they attempt to assassinate in this movie is Klaus Kinski, and he is the um, uh, white American or British or whatever it is they're trying to do in the movie with him of an Asian nation somewhere in, somewhere in the Pacific Rim in the vicinity of Hong Kong okay. and Singapore. Yeah, but um, all these eight, and like the entire nation, like the entire populace is, is Asian, but they elected a white guy from, like, America or Europe or some damn place. 
Um, that, that and, makes and no sense whatsoever. Nope, none. And I mean, like, it's not even uh, like, wait, what? That's stupid. <laughs> and you know, if you'd ask me, does the Million Eyes of Sumeru does it? Does the plot make sense? Hey, Dave. Yeah. Does the plot of the Million Eyes of Sumeru make any sense? Of course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Um, but the thing is. And uh, this is kind of where I have to give the movie some credit. Some credit is that it's done by American International. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's actually watchable. Huh. Okay. I, I, is it a bad movie? Yeah, but it's really more <laughs> stupid. It's really more stupid than bad. Um, the plot makes no sense, but does it really have to? I mean, you can sit down and you can watch it. It's not like. Robin Paris, who played Michelle in The Room, she says that The Room is just barely watchable. Like, you can watch it and, like, you're not really compelled to, like, turn it off because it's, like, technically bad and, <laughs> and whatever and stuff like that. But it's still, like, it's kind of, like, a level, like, above The Room, American International, and, like, all the movies that, that, that they do. So it's technically sound, okay? And, um... But you know, it's just it's just lame and and dumb, and it's actually a comedy, honest. Um, and um, there's this old rule uh, going back to the MST3K days, it's like uh, where they try not to riff comedies. Yeah. But I think they've like been throwing that to the wind recently. I mean, especially with this movie, because this movie tries to be funny and fails <laughs> so many times. <laughs> But um, the riffs in it are are excellent always. Um, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, I'm gonna watch The Girl from Rio after we record this. I mean, after our, after we're done recording, um, and and see if watching The Girl from Rio after watching that makes Girl from Rio make more sense. I don't think it's going to just because I remember The Girl from Rio. Um, it wasn't that long ago, but um, I'd give this one a um, I'd give it a solid. B plus. Hmm. Well, I'll definitely have to uh, check it out uh, probably this week sometime. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to our uh, our our movie voted on by our listener poll, and we kind of had an interesting situation this week. <laughs> um, our our poll for those of you who who don't remember or didn't see it was for Ghost House, Twilight and the live show of Miami Connection. Now, uh, I post this poll in three different places. I might have to change that because it's kind of hard to keep track of all three. But the results were Roller or Roller Gator. That was last week. Yeah. Ghost House and Miami Connection live tied. They had the yeah. exact same number of votes. Twilight didn't have as many. Didn't have near as many, which I'm still surprised by. However... Next week, we're getting the VOD for the Star Raiders live show. And we've already discussed that on the podcast. Uh, that was like the, twice, yeah. That was, uh, what, the, the second episode that we did was mm -hmm. uh, Star Raiders. And so we decided, rather than talk about that movie again, and rather than try and pick between the two movies that tied to talk about today, um, we're actually going to talk about both of those next week. Woo! So our two VODs for next week are going to be Ghost House 
and the live show version of Miami Connection. Which, which is going to be, yeah, that's going to be one hell of a show. <laughs> yeah. And we decided, because of this, that we were just going to do Twilight today. Because we want to talk about all these movies. That's why we keep putting them up. Yes. And you know what? We, it's, we make the rules. <laughs> there is, there is Your votes don't matter. Yes. Though they do, but not, not in this instance. Uh, <laughs> our rules are as arbitrary as we want them to be, and so that's, that's how we're playing it this time. That's great. We, we, tie ask, two. we ask, and then we ignore our own results. <laughs> if Ghost House or Miami Connection would have won over the other, we would be talking about that one. But that's not what happened, so we're going to talk about the two of those in the same episode. That's going to be next week, so there's going to be no listener poll this week. And then after the next episode, um, we will have three fresh choices for everybody. And I think I'm going to limit it to two polls total. And then we're going to do one of the True Blue uh, Rift Tracks fan group on Facebook and then on our Twitter account at TV Riftcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into today's discussion of Twilight. Right. Now, now you actually watched it uh, recently. I watched it yesterday, yeah, um, and it was an interesting experience because, like I said, I've been passing a kidney stone this weekend. And, uh, <laughs> what a coincidence! So, yeah, so I had both physical and mental pain while I was watching Twilight um, because it's Twilight, and I mean, if I was watching an Unrift, it would be even worse. Um, oh, why would you do such a thing, though? I, I wouldn't. I never would do that. Uh, I wouldn't even attempt it. Like, Manos, I've watched on Rift. The Room, uh, I've watched on Rift. Uh, Ghost House, I've watched on Rift. I, you know, a lot of these movies I've watched without the jokes. Um, Birdemic is another one, way back when that initially came out. I've tried um, to watch Birdemic without the Rift. I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. It's just like, it's, no, go away. It's <laughs> hard. It's much easier once you get to the actual birdemic that happens. Um, but up to that point, it is rough. Uh, but yeah, Twilight is not one that I would ever even consider watching uh, Unrift. But hey, we don't have to because... Because <laughs> that's why we have Rift Tracks. Yeah, they did the whole shebang, all five movies. And but today, I love them so I love them for so much. It's yes, I can't tell you how much joy Twilight Rift Tracks between Twilight Rift Tracks, Harry Potter, and Star Wars. I yeah. think like those three franchises, I think makes the entire MP3 era. I mean, it's worth it anyway. But it's just like if they had only done those three, still so worth it. I agree. Uh, today, however, we are only going to be talking about the first movie in the series. Boo! So just just straight up Twilight. There's too much, Dave. We can't do all five in yeah. one show. There's no yeah. way. Uh, so we're just going to talk about the the movie from the book series that started it all. And when I say started it all, I mean it started Twilight and it started Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, gross. But that's... That's a different story altogether. I'm so glad they didn't riff that. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Riff tracks, if you're listening, 
Thank you for not riffing Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes, that's another one definitely never to do. Um, which I don't think they would ever even attempt, be just because of the subject matter. But <laughs> so let's let's talk about uh, everyone's favorite sparkly vampire and the blank-faced, open-mouthed teenage girl who is in love with him. Blink, 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 blink. Uh, for those of you who have been living in a cave, Twilight is uh, a quote love story. Uh, about a teenage girl who moves from Phoenix, Arizona up to Forks, Washington. I can't believe they did not rename that town. They let, like, okay, look, Twilight, Stephanie Meyer. All right. I know you're listening out there. Okay. I know you are. If you're going to do that, fictionalize the sound and give it uh, the, the town and give it an interesting, cool name, not Forks. I mean, come on. Like, uh, you could have you you could have done anything you wanted with a fictional town, and given it a cool name, and just like put it in the location of Forks. Could have even just done something dumb like Forksville or Forksburg. Yeah. yeah. At least that's better than just Forks. I do or like you know, and it could have had a cool song like "Life is like a hurricane here in." Duckburg, race cars, lasers, hey. aeroplanes. Hey. It's, uh, what? Stop. Stop what? <laughs> you know what? It, oh, right, Twilight, not DuckTales. Yes. Okay. Twilight, Twilight, Dave. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's try and keep this one on track. I know it's hard to talk about just actual Twilight by itself, but, yeah, this, this movie is... Uh, the whole story, the whole story is just the bastardization of the mythos of the vampire. Yeah, it's um, it kind of... Okay, look, whether you like Twilight or not, okay, it's, um, it's vampire canon now. It is... It's, no, it, no, no, it is. It's the most significant piece of vampire literature of the early 21st century. It is, like, it cannot be removed from vampire lore. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, like I was like when, um, when it came out, I was upset about this as well, but I think that, um, you know, maybe the damage isn't as bad as we thought. Um, I think that, I think at the time we were really, I think probably and justifiably worried about vampire lore because Twilight was just everywhere. Yeah, um, and we're like, this is this is gonna wreck it forever. And I don't think we really had perspective in 2008. <laughs> um, and be like, well, you know what? In the year 2019, Twilight's really not gonna have a whole lot of pop culture awareness uh, because the movies are gonna be done and people are gonna move on. And I think that. Um, a lot of the damage is going to be undone by uh, when the, the next time that vampires cycle around into the pop culture consciousness, people are going to write away from Twilight. I hope so. You know, it's funny that, that you say uh, people have forgotten uh, about Twilight uh, because even some of the people who were in the movie had forgotten. Oh, you mean Anna Kendrick? Yeah. Yes. That's so funny. One of my favorite tweets of all time was Anna Kendrick 
um, saying that she forgot she was in Twilight. Like, oh my gosh, I just remembered I was in Twilight. <laughs> it was amazing. It's like, well, I mean, Pitch Perfect will do that to you. Just being in something that's that's fun and successful that's not Twilight will make you forget Twilight. Now, thankfully, because of Rift Tracks, I can I can watch these movies without wanting to shove a pencil into my ear, even you though I still kind of want to do that. <laughs> can I make a confession? I have to. You oh, God. What, Dave? I own, I own all, I own the entire series of Twilight on DVD. <laughs> I bet when you went into the store to buy those. I didn't care because <laughs> I was like, I, I went in and I bought it for, and I bought it the day I bought it the day it came because the Rift Tracks in 2013 when Breaking Dawn two came out on DVD. That's when they uh, released it that day. Did you did you buy the whole series at once or did you buy them piecemeal? No, I no I bought them I I bought them one at a time because <laughs> okay because I, I can just them picture... one at a time. I bought them as they came out for Rift Tracks. I can just picture you walking up to the counter on the day that Breaking Dawn Part Two came out with all five films in hand. I already had PD one. Okay, <laughs> I, I you know, and I might have to replace it soon because I've I've used it so I've watched it so much because Breaking Dawn one is actually tied with House on Haunted Hill for my favorite riff tracks. That's not even a joke. Um, it's uh, but anyway. I, I actually all of Twilight, was, and I'm not ashamed. Well, it's not Twilight itself that you love, though. Yeah, I love Rift Tracks, but uh, but hey, look, I wouldn't. I you can't you can't separate the two. Okay, it's one thing. <laughs> right, but I mean, can't it's not love like one without the other. It's not like you're just going to watch Twilight by itself. Oh, no, why the hell would I do that? Yes, That's exactly. Dumb. <laughs> I actually uh, was talking to somebody the other day and uh, one of our listeners and she admitted to me that because of watching the Twilight Rifts, she's watched them so many times that she actually started like understanding the whole plot of all of the, the movies and like actually wanting to get it more and so she went out and bought the books. I have a book. Well, I mean, I have one. I have one of the books. I actually tried to read the first one. Was it better or worse than trying to read Ready Player One? Um, dude, honestly, Ready Player One is worse. Ready Player, look, Twilight's just boring. Okay, Ready Player One is offensive. Ah, <sighs> yes, it is. And I, I mean, somehow read the whole thing. Yeah, well, I. Know. I don't know why you did that. Oh, I know why. Yeah, because, because Connor and Mike told you to. Yes, <laughs> and uh, and then I read the other book, Armada, which yeah. was even worse. How could it get worse than Ready Player One? Is that possible? It was worse. <laughs> there's like a whole, uh, it, there's a, a whole scene in there a whole, that's just like in Ready Player One, where it's literally just a list of like things. That goes on for like a page and a half. What I want to do is I want to go to a convention that uh, that Will Wheaton is is appearing at and punch him in the face. I want to go to his panel and I want to be one of the people that asks a question and I want to ask him honestly, 
how it felt because he did the audio book. I want to ask him honestly how it felt to sit there or stand there in the recording studio and have to read off the page and a half of things, of video games and whatnot from Ready Player One and the three and a half paragraphs about the dude's, um, how should I put this, self-pleasuring. Yeah, so you didn't even get anywhere near that in the book, Dave. No, I'm 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 quite glad that I didn't. Yes, but, yeah. Because that's that's a thing that I will never be able to unread, ever. I I wonder if um, uh, what's the um in Ready Player One? What's the um the Matrix called? Like their version of the Matrix? Uh, the Oasis. The Oasis. That's right. Is there? Do Do you think they have like a, a like a Twilight chat room in there? <laughs> They they might they might have a a and, vampire planet because everything was planets. Oh, it was. Oh. Yeah, and uh, so they might have like a vampire planet, and part of that is probably sparkly vampires. So IOI is is I mean I, I don't even remember what IOI does <laughs> honestly. They're the other guys. They're trying to take over. But but Twilight. Let's get back to Twilight. This. This is see, it's even hard just to talk about Twilight without diverting. I think it's just a it's a built-in self-defense mechanism in my right. brain. Well, like, the thing is, I know so much about Twilight because of Rift Tracks. It's um, I remember one time, uh, my brother actually told me that, and I said this unironically back to him. He said, "You know more about Twilight than any woman I know," and then I said, "Yeah, because it's awesome," you know. <laughs> The words that you would never expect to hear come out of certain people's mouths. I said that in 2012. I never thought I would have said that in 2008. <laughs> Twilight's awesome. It is awesome. It's the best thing ever. Uh, the the best gag throughout all five films, not just not just in Twilight. Uh, there's a lot of silences in these movies where people are just kind of sitting there and looking at each other with their mouths just slightly open uh, line line <laughs> i mean they can get in a, a good five or six of those in between the camera cuts before anybody talks like does anybody have a line i believe I that was in part five yeah no part four on a, on a very regular basis mm-hmm. this happens and it's one of my favorite gags ever in riff tracks just because it's so legendary and yeah. the thing is it's like it's not because you know because the mp3 it's it's been a long time since they've done since they've done twilight and the line gag used to be like um you'd go through it from like 2013 from whenever it started through 2013 a little bit after it the, the line gag it would be something that would be a common callback but they haven't done it in years and I kind of miss that. I kind of wish they would bring that back around. Well, maybe we'll be able to get it in the uh, the future MP3 release of either Street Fighter or uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. Is that going to be? Is Street Fighter going to be an MP3? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool. I can I can dig it because I own it on Amazon. I own it on DVD. 
I actually like that movie. But anyway, let's not talk about Street Fighter. <laughs> let's go back to Twilight. Yeah. The story. Okay, so she moves to uh, she moves to Forks. We brought that up like half an hour ago. Yeah, we did kind uh, of start talking about that, didn't we? Yeah. She moves to Forks, um, and she goes to high school, and she is blah, blah, blahing. Um, and she falls in love with this guy because he sat down next to her. Um, and, uh, and he started gagging and ran off. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh, he's so hot, right? And then he saves her from a car accident. Um, and then, uh, be like, oh, hey, guess what? I'm a vampire. And we like turn to stone and shit. Um, <laughs> okay. You were, you were good up until he saves her from a car crash. That's, that's, that was like your cutoff point there. That happens. I, I know. And I, I hate that I know this story so well, but, <laughs> uh, they go from there and her friends all invite her to this beach to go surfing uh, Le Push and uh, Edward, uh, the sparkly vampire boy, won't go. And it turns out because uh, that's where uh, Jacob and and his his werewolf people live that we don't actually find out that they're werewolves until the next movie. But uh, that is important because Jacob tells the old legend of the Cullens and and them and how they had this. Uh, supposedly had this fight way back in the day and she goes home and she starts looking up uh, she gets a book about legends from the area and she puts it together that uh, he's a vampire and uh, after she says it to him and uh, he has to try and show her what he is by finding a patch of sunbeams coming down from the sky uh, he gives her a piggyback ride, and it's probably my favorite moment from the first Twilight movie. Yes. Where he turns into the Flash. Bill doing yakety sacks while Edward is running with Bella on his back. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's so good. How is that any different from what I said? <laughs> he doesn't turn to stone, Dave. Is it no, no, isn't that no, there no, their skin's made of stone. That's part of that's part of the Twilight lore. <laughs> but he hasn't turned to stone. It's not like it's not like a troll going out in the sun during the daytime, Dave, where he turns yeah. into a stone. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Are we gonna have this argument really? <laughs> this Twilight argument? No, because I really don't care. Okay. You know why? Because Sounds to me like Twilight. you do. Okay. No, I don't. I just got to be disagreeable sometimes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, and so then other vampires come, right? And they'd be like, oh, no, we want Bella. She's like Food. she's like a hot piece of real estate. That, right? that was that was during the uh, Thunderstorm baseball game. Yeah. Which, which what? Why? <laughs> yeah, that was a really interesting direction for them to go. That's like, not something they approve of at BYU, Stephanie Meyer. Vamp vampires play baseball? Yeah. It's their favorite yeah. pastime now? Like Apparently. They learned it they learned it during the Civil War <laughs> when they was fighting for slavery. <laughs> one of them one of them was a Confederate <laughs> officer. Yep. yep. That's a thing. Look it up. <laughs> There's a wiki. Of course and there is. 
There's a wiki for everything, Dave. Anyway, so the bad vampires come and try to take Bella, and Edward gets all pissy and be like, "No, you can't have her." And so they do battle, and, and then and then they go to the prom, and everything's great. They have a they have a dance off. <laughs> no, they fight at a dance studio. That's what it is. They 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 saunter towards each other. They <laughs> saunter. They sauntered. That's from the book. <laughs> they sauntered. Yeah, they saunter towards each other. That's what that 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 that's the word that she used. <laughs> ah, Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. Twilight. I mean, so yeah. There's there's Twilight. I mean, so I mean, I think the most important question on everybody's mind is that um, let's um, uh, let's let's take the baby, the falling in love with babies <laughs> out out of the question for now. <laughs> And uh, are you Team Edward or Team Jacob? Uh, I am Team Buffy, the Vampire uh, Slayer. See, here, here's my thing. It's like, I'm Team Harry Potter. <laughs> well, hey, now, that would put you on Team Edward, then. No, because he's dead in that universe. I always had this theory, right, that... Uh, they, oh, God, I can't believe I'm saying this. I always had this theory <laughs> that Harry Potter and Twilight take place in the same universe and that uh, Cedric and uh, Edward... Chalkface and uh, Cedric Diggory are somehow related. <laughs> yeah, prove, prove to me I'm wrong. You can't. So it's canon. Well, I mean, if there's vampires and werewolves, and there's there are werewolves in Harry Potter, so I mean, what would you give the uh, uh, the Twilight riff? Uh, the the Twilight riff, I have to give an A to. Yeah, would you call it? Would you call it an essential? Yes, I would call all five of them an essential. But we'll talk about the others more at a later time. But. Definitely, definitely an essential in anybody's library. Unfortunately, at this point, because uh, Twilight is no longer on Hulu or Amazon Prime or Netflix currently, um, you you kind of have to own it. Yeah, which I which which I do. Which you do, and yeah. I do not. Well, no, I, mean, I do take that back because I had to buy it. On Amazon. Yeah. I was going to rent it, and I'm like, no, I'll just Might buy well. it. That way I'll have it so I can watch it again. But I'll probably get discs of the rest of them because I'm sure I'll be able to get them cheaper. Yep. But that's Twilight. That's Twilight, yeah. The loser of our listener poll this week. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, we'll definitely be talking more about Twilight. We haven't even gotten to all the super fun stuff yet. Yeah. Like, I think Twilight itself is the... DC be getting all excited now that we're moving <laughs> past. The, the first one, the original, I, I feel is actually the weakest of... I mean, not the riff, but, like, the story itself, Twilight, the original, is actually the weakest of the entire series. It's all set up, so... Yeah. Uh, but you... wait, Like, the real fun stuff with the... With with the werewolves and the Volturi and all that other dumb horseshit, <laughs> that starts in New Moon. Yeah. Um, and that just, like, that's where, like, the world just kind of, like, opens up and you get to see the richness and the deepness 
of how just how stupid this thing is. And it's very, it's very inter intertwined and very intricate and very, 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 very stupid. And it's so <laughs> much fun. Uh, and I just can't wait to talk about those. So, yeah, we're definitely going to be talking about New Moon, Eclipse, and, of course, Breaking Dawn, Parts 1 and 2. Yes. Uh, and we will try not to make it um, an extremely long time before we get to that because now that I've watched uh, the first one again, I, I really want to watch the others. So, well, we'll have to be talking about those soon. Don't forget, this Friday, August 9th, is the release of uh, the VOD for the Star Raiders live show. Guys, if you already, if, if, if you, if you, um, contributed to the Kickstarter at, like, I don't know what level it is, but if you contributed to the Kickstarter, refresh your, uh, refresh your re rewards page manually. Now, here's how you do that. What you want to do is you want to go to sign into your Rift Tracks account, okay? Go to rifttracks.com backslash Kickstarter 2019 and hit enter, okay? That will, that will uh, refresh, that will refresh your Kickstarter rewards for this past cycle, and that will make Star Raiders, if you have it, that will make it populate in your library. Yeah, that's that's a good one. As we've as we've discussed as, previously. Yes, as, as we've discussed. Uh, and then uh, next Thursday, August fifteenth, is the live uh, giant spider invasion. Woo! And it's going to be the uh, finale of the Rift Tracks live season. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yes. For those of you who actually get to watch it and aren't <laughs> dealing with one of the many theater chains who screwed up this year, <clears throat> good rich. <clears throat> uh, so if, if you do have to, to miss it in theaters, uh, it will be available sometime uh, probably early October. It's usually yeah. uh, 60 days from when it, when it airs in theaters. So I'm Jeremy. Uh, you can reach me now by email, jeremy at trueblueriftcast.com you can find me on twitter facebook and youtube at pb and awesome and of course you can follow the podcast at tb riftcast on twitter right and uh, i'm dave uh you can check me out on the web at sugarraydodge.com uh check me out on facebook on uh at sugarraydodge or do a google search for charlie b that's my uh pro yep that's my pro wrestle name um, and yeah, that's, um, and uh, you can follow me on Twitter at sugar Dutch. There you go. And you can also email Dave. That's right. Dave at true blue, true blue riffcast.com. Send me yeah. all your, uh, send me all your fan mail and fan art and B memes. Yes. And B memes. I, cause I don't get enough of those already. We're, we're all official now. We got like real, a real website and real email addresses and. We're up on, on Google Play Music and TuneIn Radio and Stitcher and every other platform pretty much that you can conceive of. Also, check out RiffTracks.com. They got lots of fun stuff. Yeah. It's really late, so we're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys next time. I'll see you guys later.